Hey, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome, welcome, Davis. Good to be here, Steve. Uh, excited to I don't know, uh, be here and chat with you. Oh, man, you know, yes, this makes my afternoon. And ladies and gentlemen, on the show today is Mr. Davis. Is it Banta? It's Banta, yes. Uh, Davis Banta, he is the co-founder of Side Real Theater Company. He's a writer, director, and producer at You Had to Be There Improv and Sketch Comedy. And he is the former co-founder, producer at the Cinematic Syndicate. Welcome, Davis. Thanks. Yeah, the... Uh... I am all those things. Uh, it's funny, the one that you had to be there improv is now kind of morphed into our current name of uh, Your Friend's Comedy, and we're pushing a lot more into um, sketch as well as the improv, including uh, online stuff uh, that, you know, since a lot of stuff shut down during the pandemic, so. Oh, uh, yeah, I checked it out. Uh, every episode, you had different guests, and it kind of reminded me a little of the beginning uh, uh, to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I take it. I'll take that. I like it. <laughs> cool. I'm glad. I figured, you know, I mean, you got to have some, I know you're an improviser, but you know what? You're, you're, you're intertwining improv with comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different um, types of improv. A lot of people think of it as, I guess, basically comedy from like, uh, uh, whose line is it anyway? And we do a lot of that. Um, we've done different other forms too, but now with the, uh, the shows on your friends comedy, um, we stream to, we've been streaming to YouTube and trying, we've found kind of a variety show type format, uh, where it uses a lot of the improv, but we try to have like a guest will talk or an interview or a guest. We have like a mute, we've had a couple of musical guests and they will do like a, uh, a song or something and then back to uh, a sketch or a bit. So we try to put variety into the content no that's good and uh you know also you have uh like an in-house uh, paul schaefer we do yeah uh this guy max bennett parker uh who's a phenomenal music director and a musician he was in a band called james rabbit and he's a basically he's a professional music director for theatrical productions which is not an easy job um and he lives in new york a lot of us in the troupe are based off of uh, on the West Coast, in uh, specifically Santa Cruz, California, and I think that's how we all met initially. Uh, Max now lives in New York City, so he, but he does the show on the East Coast, and we've got the tech down where he's able to be our like a Paul Schaefer. He provides musical underscoring to any of the uh, scenes that we do, uh, and he's able to also play improv uh, games or do scenes with us as well. That's beautiful. Well, yeah. Well, listen, music. And it, music has a lot of improv qualities to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Max loves doing that kind of thing, just finding stuff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, definitely. It's good. And uh, they teach you too, like what you're doing, they teach you in comedy schools to, to make projects like, like little bit, like don't just see yourself as a stand up comedian. If you're a comedian, try to do projects like what you're doing. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's good to find, you know, the bait, different formats, uh, but utilizing, you know, the basic goal is uh, comedy, <laughs> you know, in terms of what we're trying to present. But we dip our toe into a lot of other different formats when we can. Um, yeah, because there's, there's serious improv, too. There's like exercise 
improv where you have to have quick reactions and uh, mm-hmm. catch a ball, you know, yes. or, or a, a theatrical troupe. So it's not all comedy. You just pick the, um, you know, the, the comical genre of the form. Yeah, we've definitely, we're familiar with the other forums. Um, I think we are a bunch of smart asses. So uh, I think we just tend to make choices or want to create worlds that are comical. But I, I, I will say we try to find, we get into some dark stuff, but we're not like treating it for drama. It's like the situations we put them in are absurd, but we try to have stakes for our characters. And even when we're doing a game that has like a rule, like say new choice is one where you have a dinger and someone just has to change what they say until the dinger stops dinging. Okay. Uh, we try to be like, it, when we're rehearsing or doing it, we, we try to point out like, make sure that the, uh, the, there are stakes to what the character wants to do, you know, because that, that keeps it engaging. We try to find a scene in every, everything we play, even if it's got a gimmick. Yeah, no, I like that one. You got this, uh, this Dick Tracy detective cameo with the saxophone music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Remember the title of that one? We've done so much. I'm trying to. Good, good night, Cigarello. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's. I'm a big fan. That was a long time ago, but I have a soft spot for that and the voice. And you over. caught you caught me with the jazz, man. I'm a big jazz fan, so I love I love that music too. Oh, nice. Thank you. That's all. Uh, that's mostly it's Tom Waits stuff, instrumental from a, a film. This I did that when I was a student, so I mean it's not anything I made any money from on that one. It's just to do it. I think it's Night on Earth. There's a lot of stuff um, in that from from that one, but yeah. No, I, I definitely like that. I also I like I like the gay Valkyrie. <laughs> oh, that's uh, my friend. Man, you're digging up. You did some deep dives. That's uh, my friend David Rudisil was in our troupe for uh, years, and this was an improvised scene from a film I did, and he just kind of went on this tangent about <laughs> that he was about a comic strip that he. <laughs> <laughs> doing and then he, he had a uh 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 lang- just the way you, you he uses language was like he's, <laughs> he finds an orifice on the side of a fjord is <laughs> like man i wish i i had thought of that phrase <laughs> no that was that was some good shit i mean i mean no, i know it's not politically correct but you know i i find that shit funny <laughs> yeah and you know during the improv, you find you find what you find, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, no, it's not easy. We're in politically sensitive. Also, you're in California with the politically left, right, mm-hmm. left. You know, correct. They'll get a oh no, oh you said that. Oh you you discriminated. So uh, it's it's touchy, man. Well, it's touchy. You know, you can find it's you know really about where the source of the comedy is, and if it's not like actively insulting or making fun of us or you can make fun of a a, a, a a group or a thing but it's like how where does this feel like it's coming from and i feel like overall our inclinations have been not it hasn't been that big, that big of a problem but we do we do like to uh we do like to push things so it's you know things happen <laughs> But no, that's no. all right. I mean, that's it's, it's great. I, I really applaud you. And then you have like this, these episodes, a uh, live improv with guests. Uh, yeah. I know like there was an like, episode 31. So you have a lot of episodes. Yeah, we do, man. Uh, we got God. We probably have more than that. We've done uh, also a couple. So we call them season. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had one that we called season zero, which was Facebook lives. 
after the pandemic uh, locked stuff down, we had been doing um, live shows uh, in connection, especially uh, I I teamed up with uh, this place at DNA's Comedy Lab, which had opened in Santa Cruz, California, which was a great place. Um, but during the shutdown, of course, uh, we couldn't do anything and no one knew how this thing spread. So we were all kind of in our separate pockets and we just kind of got stir crazy. So we started doing Facebook lives initially, and then we moved over to, uh, and that was initially all improv, I think. And then we started getting guests to like, uh, the main inspiration was something like Paul F. Tompkins show, uh, nation where he would have a guest that would be like, he would just talk with them a lot of times and then he would go off and that would inspire he and other improvisers. It would inspire a scene just from the conversation. We still try to do a little bit of that, but now I've taken the energy I try to go for now is it's a little bit more. I try to make it, we try to make it a little tighter um, because you know, it's not quite lockdown scenario. People have more things to do. So we've, you know, we're trying to keep it to like an hour if uh, where we can and to pack in more variety. Um, so it's been an evolving kind of show, um, but the guests have been a really awesome uh, way to do that. And also to meet a bunch of different people uh, from all over the place, you know. Absolutely. That's one of the beauties of doing things on, on Zoom or what have you. You're meeting people from all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. I took a class with I've taken some classes and there have been people from like Britain and uh, somebody was living in Vietnam Okay. Uh, and she was a, a comedian. And so that was always interesting because the class, like she was on a totally different time of day schedule. <laughs> it was always interesting to figure out what she was doing. Uh, and we've had a bunch of guests from like New York and Los Angeles. And uh, uh, we had a band uh, from Seattle on the show recently. Nice. Nice. So that's, that's good. You're, you're networking a lot. Yeah, guests make the show. Absolutely. Yeah, and it gives us something totally different, a new energy to play with, you know, every time if we can, because you play off of you play off of who you have with you. And it's been really uh, cool. Somebody has a totally different energy from another person, you know? Yeah, that's an improv is about really bouncing off of like even if you're a, a musician, if you want to mm -hmm. improvise, you need some kind of a background beat or something. You know, you need yeah. something. Yeah, so uh that's just the way it is. I just want to ask you, uh, Davis, uh, are you of like African heritage? I'm not. No, I'm. I'm a. It's very lots of just whiteies, you know, uh, English, European. Uh, I think it's mainly like some British and some Russian. Uh, it's like Russian comes from my dad's side, although I don't know any language, anything. So I'm not really connected to anything with it. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. No, I thought maybe you were maybe like, um, you know, there's a British South Africa, and I thought maybe you have a, a British, you know, origin from Johannesburg or something like that. No, no. Uh, it's it, I have seen the name Davis pop up in different different countries, like in stuff where I've been reading or watching stuff, and they'll be like, "Hey, his name is something Davis." I'm like, "Really? That this is from like the middle of Norway or or wherever?" I'm like, "Oh, that's unusual." Uh, it, it's an unusual first name. You're right. It's normally um, a, a last name. Normally, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, but anyway, so you, um, as an undergrad, you studied film and digital media at the University of of, of Santa Cruz, uh, California. 
Yes, yes. So I've been a California boy for pretty much all my life. I've been outside of it for like trips and stuff, but I've always lived here as my primary residence. I noticed that natives of California, they never they never leave. They rarely leave. <laughs> they rarely leave. I've got a lot of people in this also with the Santa Cruz curse, which is like they'll leave and then they'll come back. So like I've been around here and then I'll see someone and they'll be they'll be right back after a little bit. Um which is interesting. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's it's a beautiful area, though, um, and it has a lot of different, like you can go from the beach to the woods uh, to a bunch of different uh, natural settings. So I think that's part of it. Yeah, and also I heard the weather's mild all year round. That is also pretty true. Yeah, it's uh, now, of course, we're getting, you know, California is getting hit with a lot of the, the fires and things like that. But um, overall, it's still, you know, <sighs> Santa Cruz had some pretty bad mountain fires, but uh, the main city area was fine. It was the mountains are the trickier area. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that is, you know, evolves as uh, times go, but it's a lot more <coughs> temperate of an area. The extremes of like heat and colder, mm. less extreme. There's a, there's a better, there's a nice average wind chill. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's what you know you're used to it. You've known it your whole life. Yeah. I'll be baffled by snow whenever I, <laughs> if I move out someplace with that. Yeah. You know, every, we, we become a creature of habitat of where we're, where we're raised. Uh, but anyway, so since you studied um, film in school, is that what you wanted to be? You want to become a filmmaker? Yeah, probably so. I think that was my main thing uh, that was like, yeah, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch uh, all these Stanley Kubrick things and these films from all over. And then it was funny because that was kind of what I thought I'd wind up doing. And I still I still like a lot of that. But I got into a lot of theater as well. For one thing, I discovered I like the process of theater, like the collaborative aspect where you can you take a script and like you have more time and you are, I think it's similar to the improv background. Like you're playing with uh, how you're telling this story and it changes. So then I really liked that format. Um, and a lot of film doesn't allow you as much of that freedom, which is uh, trickier. So I kind of drifted a little way, ways away from that. And we were, we, did improv i've been an improv comedy performer certainly for like probably 15 to 20 years now in some capacity and uh sketch i would say maybe 10 years maybe 12 depends how you stretch it out um because i uh, always would do some stuff that i guess short films and things like that but uh now i'm really trying to study and work a lot harder at like sketch, which is usually defined by um, shorter length. And also like the way you explore concepts and that a lot of times it's written for a specific group of people, you know, you know, your main players. I see. Uh, you know, essentially you, you, you just took the skills you learned of making movies and you applied that to making, you know, short little uh, videos. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And we've done, um, we did a lot of live sketch as well. So uh, that was always about that. Uh, a thing that fueled us, uh, the other people in the group. Uh, and I just, it's like, we've had several iterations, but the energy of a live performance uh, through improv, there was a really great improv community in Santa Cruz 
specifically as well. Oh, wow. Um, so we kind of formed around that. It's definitely a little leaner now, but there was a time when it was really flush with that, and it's still got some pretty good connections with uh, uh, the improv scenes in, like, San Francisco, like Bats, uh, Bay Area, Bay, which is Bay Area Theater Sports. is a big improv school up there. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, a lot of people they pref- they prefer the stage as a you know making a film is a is a grueling process as you know yeah yes <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's it can be draining <laughs> and especially with the, the just managing all the crew and all all everything so i think that's also why my the films have been more sketch oriented and shorter is that i like a small crew where everybody knows exactly knows each other real well so they're able to adapt to each other yeah, no, you want to pick your people, you know, because it, it is like a troop. It's an army. And yeah, um, as opposed to the movie business has a lot of crazy people. It almost reminds me of like being in, in a temperate rock band, uh, but, but <laughs> producing movies, you know, yeah. a crazy director yelling at you through a megaphone. Yeah. And is your most of your you mentioned like jazz and rock is a lot of your background in music. Music and comedy, because I like nice. both. You can improvise. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, what did I wanted to say? I have um, I have gone to comedy open mics and I have gone to improv sessions. And I, I have to say, mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy the improv sessions uh, a little more than the comedy open mics. I think I do as well. Uh, I my One of my friends is... Uh, his stage name and maybe his legal name now is DNA. He's a big uh, stand-up comic um, in the Santa Cruz area. A great producer of a bunch of these open mics and shows. Um, and he, it's it's kind of funny. I always talk with him. Like he loves what we do, but he's also like, ah, I don't quite get improv. <laughs> like I keep having to kind of get him there. But he he's he loves stand-up so much. It's deep in the bones. But I. I know a lot of stand-up comics through working with him and with his club. And I have a hard time, like certain stand-ups when I like them, I really like them, but it's a lot harder for me to go to a comedy open mic and just kind of hang out. Whereas I love, I think it's because I like group dynamics. Really. I think it comes from like theater stuff and the improv is you're seeing multiple people interact with each other and try to like surprise each other. You know, that being said, if it's, you know, a bad set is a bad set for either one. But I think I could tolerate a bad set on improv maybe more because maybe just because I'm used to seeing like then I can break it down in my head like, OK, that's what happened. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, Yeah, um, I, I like the fact that as soon as you walk into the improv, you're um you're included, you're needed and you're mm-hmm. interacting right away because they're pairing you up with people and skits, you know. And open my comedy, you could actually sit around all night and no one's going to notice you until you get your five minutes. And sometimes they might not even listen to you while you're doing your five minutes. It could be a very lonely experience. That's true. Uh, I, I, I respect stand-up comics, especially really good ones, a lot because they just – they got themselves, you know, that they really need to – they're the ones who are going to make themselves better <laughs> and uh, who they can depend on. But it is definitely a lonelier process. Yeah, I guess um, I, when I, I try to justify it, I, I compare it to being on the track team or the swimming team, which are individual sports. And you just focus in your lane and forget about what the guy in the other lane is doing. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what you have to do, right? <laughs> like you can, I guess you can feed off the audience to some degree, but if you only do that, that's dangerous. <laughs> no, I, I, you don't want to feed off the audience too much because then if they don't laugh, it's like being yeah. a, a deer caught in the headlights. You freeze up and you forget what you're you're gonna say. Yeah, or then something like it becomes like there's somebody inclined to be a heckler and they just get encouraged through it, <laughs> you know. Some, you got to watch those hecklers. They could. They'll try to beat you down. And, and um, the best is, I don't know if you ever seen a, a Bill Burr when he takes on a whole audience of hecklers. In <laughs> I've seen a couple of clips. He's really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good. He's a, he's a great, uh, great comic. But anyway, uh, uh, getting back to you, um, you have any um, any pride, anything coming up that you want to tell our listeners to look out for you for? Yeah, sure. Uh, all the main stuff that we're going to be doing is on Your Friends Comedy uh, on our YouTube channel. You can find that through yourfriendscomedy.com. There's a pretty big YouTube channel link right there. You can also just type in Your Friends Comedy in YouTube, and we'll be the our. You'll probably see our logo with like a tentacle shaking hands with a skeleton hand. <laughs> uh, that's how to recognize us. Uh, we're doing. We will be doing our shows Thursday nights through. Uh, all of October uh, booking our fresh guests. Um, we'll also be releasing October is a big month for us actually, because we love Halloween and just the themes of, of that. It gets our creative juices going. So we're going to be doing a Halloween show, like a special on a Friday, October 29th. So that one, there will be a, a ticket fee, but it's going to be pretty cheap. Um, but we're going to pack that with more guests, more than one guest. And we're going to have a lot of produced sketch comedy that we're working really hard on. So you'll see a lot of video content that we're working on all this month. And uh, all through the month of October, we will be releasing clips from, we did a Halloween special last year as well. So we're going to be uh, releasing uh, some clips from that individually uh, of sketches that we did last year as well. Nice, nice. Sounds like you're really, uh, you, you got things planned out. You're on a roll right now. We kind of are. We got. We're keeping ourselves busy anyway. <laughs> yeah. That that's the main thing. Keep yourself busy. You got to be. You know, uh, the be the author of your own destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, the slots. I think we'll have some good guests. I know we. The Halloween special is. Uh, we got some real. We got some good stuff. I'm very excited to show that. And I'm also excited to show some of the stuff from last year. We had a couple real good ones. I'm excited to get out there publicly now. No, I'm excited for you. And I'm going to look out for you, you know, uh, and um, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, having a lot more material on you and have you back in, in the future so you can update us on what you're doing, uh, you know, again. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks for the opportunity, Steve. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you. Thank you for volunteering. Uh, I'm going to send you a copy of this um, this taping and uh, you are free to put circulate it with your friends. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thanks, Steve. No problem. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.